Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another podcast. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual, and today is going to be a very, very special one. Now, for those of you who are listening to me on my ESL podcast, you guys know that I do a lot of TOEFL business English and everything, and I normally do not do so much personal development. I did a couple of them at the very, very beginning stages of this year, but then I ended up stopping and just, just focused like on TOEFL and business English. But today, I want to give you guys something good to put you in a good framework, right? Today is Thanksgiving. For those of you who do not celebrate Thanksgiving, it's all good because this, what it really just comes down to is just being able to reflect on this year. Normally you do this New Year's, normally you do this on Christmas, et cetera, et cetera. But this is that breaking point to just say, okay, let me reflect not only this year, but reflect on all the years prior. Now, if you look at Thanksgiving and what it's actually celebrated about, we're not going back to the 1600s. We're not making this all about blah, 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 blah. This is a day where me and my family would always get together when I was younger. And my mom would cook the best potato salad, the collard greens, the cornbread. Well, no, I don't think cornbread, but the turkey and, uh, you know, cranberry sauce and sweet potato pie and pumpkin pie and uh, Dutch apple pie and uh, New York cheesecake and all these different things, right? And now that I'm living here in Thailand, being 35 years old and stuff like that, you know, me, I always celebrate and have been celebrating since like 2019 now that I live either in Bangkok or on the outskirts of Bangkok. And today's one of those days that my wife and I were going to be going to a place where I found that they make uh, barbecue ribs. They make, uh, they had the the ham, the turkey, this, that. And we would go to these very, very amazing dinners like two years ago. But then we're like, nah, man, let's do it at home. Let's get some shiraz, red wine. Okay, let's get some turkey, some barbecue ribs, some ham. All right, some potato gutting and just have a nice little feast and have a wonderful you know, evening just at our home and stuff like that. So with that being said, it's early in the morning. And you guys may not know I'm a big time journaler. And when I journal, I like to reflect. In the morning, I like to prime my mind. And one of the biggest questions I always ask myself is, okay, what can I look forward to today? What is one thing I can actually get excited about today? And I already know because I'm actually going to be going to one of my favorite places in the world, <laughs> along with my wife this time. Normally, I go there on a Monday and Tuesday by myself, but I'm going there with my wife. And it's just one of those special days that we can actually spend the entire day together. And I'm so, so grateful for this time because what I do when I actually journal and I go through these questions and I figure out my energy questions for the morning. And then I go, obviously, and, you know, towards the end of the evening, I journal and reflect on the day and stuff like that. Well, today is you and I capturing the time periods of our lives and under each being grateful for every last one of them. Now, you could be grateful in terms of your efforts throughout that time, your goals, your strength, even when it wasn't easy, right? And just to give you guys ideas, like, depending on how old you are, you could do, I don't know, ages one to 10. 11 to 15, 16 to 20, 21 to 25, depending on what age group you're in. Me, obviously being grateful for when I was younger and everything, that was like literally in the 90s, right? But over the last 10 years, there are specific people and specific obstacles and amazing outcomes and lessons that were learned that I journal about. So I've been living here in Thailand since 2013. And I know that there, uh, again, you know, looking at what, you know, 2013 and having to 
all the different struggles and stuff that I have with my family. And then that being the last time that I was actually very close to my family, I like to look back at the very, and be grateful for a lot of the other things that had happened. And there was a lady by the name of Tina that came into my life, saw that I was doing terribly terrible at a job that uh, it was one of the worst jobs of my life, right? Uh, I guess I, I would say probably like top three for sure. And Tina was, you know, she's like, hey, I know someone that might be able to get you a job. Went down there, met the guy. His wife offered me the job right there on the spot and said, okay, I'll see you in October. She was a person that made me resilient and overcoming obstacles. And I took a leap of faith. I mean, an extraordinary leap of faith by hurrying up, packing my stuff and going all the way to a place that I did not know anything about. Unbelievably grateful. That year taught me a lot about strength. In 2014, you know, I did, you know, I, I met some others in within that province, but I left that job. I left that job. And it was so hard for me to get a job at that time. I applied for so many different jobs. And the thing is, every last one of them, they would email me back with just one line and a question. And that line, the question was, do you have a recent photo of yourself? They wanted to see if I was, quote unquote, black. And I remember, you know, uh, I would send probably about 10 of those jobs, photos, and they never responded. And I remember the 11th job came and said, hey, do you have a recent photo? I was like, you're asking me for a photo to see if I'm white, huh? <laughs> and I wrote a whole long paragraph and everything. And so it was super difficult doing a 72-hour uh, English camp with the school by the name of Wat Tepli La School. Uh, it's in an area of Bangkok. And these were some of the most – man, I, and again, I'm not trying to turn it a gratitude into something negative. But, man, that was difficult. But at the same time, I met a guy by the name of Tony. Tony gave me a job. Tony gave me a job at a school that was outside of Bangkok so I could leave the upcountry areas. And I finally commuted and got into a job in Bangkok, although I was only there for four years, uh, four months. I don't care so much about that. My goal was to get my, my I was, it was to find my step in, to overcome one of the most uh, depressing months of my life in October, 2014 and overcome so much that I said, okay, I'm going to make it a note that I'm not going to give up. I'm going to get a job. And within that time frame, I did another English camp, which was one of the most amazing ever. While coming home, I got a call from a job that I ended up working for for the next three years. And so that uncertainty, terrified and everything, it built so much within my soul that, to be honest with you, nothing could stop me. I was unstoppable at that point. 2015, that was when racism was full, full head on you know, towards black people within this country, within the borders of Thailand. And to be honest with you, a lot of self-hatred. Oh, I can't get a job. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, Thai women hate black men. Thai women hate black men. That was a reiteration that I had on a consistent basis, a daily basis that I would tell myself and just kept reaffirming this idea only because of three freaks that I met in my life at that time who said the most uh, erroneous, I mean, the most disgraceful things that you could say to a human being, a black human being, I guess you could say. But then I ended up recreating that into a reality. But I ended up doing a Tough mutter in Australia, October 2015. And that's when my paradigm shifted. When I was going through that pain and walking up those hills during that Tough mutter race, I wanted to quit so bad. After those first 10 kilometers, man, it was no longer fun. It was absolute pain, sheer pain. 
I remember going up these guys. I remember looking at a sign. It said Gorilla Hill. And I looked up and I saw little things on the hills. And I said, like, what the hell are those? Those are people. I said, oh, my goodness gracious. I'm not going to be able to do this. My knees were burning. My feet were the, the shoes had completely fallen apart by then. And I just said, Arsenio, just keep your head down and just keep walking. It was a four hour and 45 minute race with electroshock therapy at the very end, going through an ice tub also in temperatures that were probably about 15 degrees Celsius. I'm surprised I didn't even get sick, but that's when I ended up changing forever. It was one of the greatest moments. January 3rd, 2016, my life ended up changing forever because I made my podcast and I started documenting my journey. I went to Bali, Indonesia in 2016 also. I ended up becoming one of the biggest people within my company, making a ridiculous amount during June, July, and August of 2016, because I no longer looked at myself as inadequate. I looked at myself as an inspiration, a hero within my own story. 2017, I said, you know what? I'm no longer growing over here. And I was having a discussion with one of my uh, uh, my, my wife, and it was about one of her uh, friends that's actually working for an international company. And they were like, oh, yeah, they're putting her into an improvement program. And I said, oh, shit. And I was like, you know what? That sounds like me. It's not the improvement program. It's the fact that even though they improve, they already made it up in their mind that they're going to remove you no matter what. There's nothing that, that could justify their actions. I said, it's time for you to move on because guess what? It's the same shit that I ended up doing back in, that ended up happening to me in 2017. I got the hell out of that toxic workplace. That workplace, literally, I ended up moving. I said, you know what? Okay. Okay, you don't think you're as good as you said. Man, you guys already know the story. You already know the story. It's not even 6 a.m., baby. You got my blood pressure up, but in a gratitude way. And I remember what, boy, I remember having that meeting with that British guy. I don't think you're as good as you say you are. Oh, no. If you want to continue working here, we're going to have to have this meeting. This is a head teacher that's not even a manager at the place. He has no right, no nothing, no authority, no nothing. He hated me so much because he knew that I was the best. He looked at me and said, Arsenio, I'm a piece of shit at life. I came to this country for all the wrong reasons, and I'm just going to shower you with as much hate as possible. But to be honest with you, if you get the message, I'm actually real. Uh, I know your true potential. You got to get the hell out of here because all us old heads that came here to this country for all the wrong reasons, this is our playground. Your playground is much bigger than ours. That's what he was trying to say. And so at the end of 2017, December 20th, I moved to and uh, moved into Bangkok into a beautiful condo and it felt like serenity it felt like peace and so then 2018 there were a lot of people that entered my life that ended up doing ended up doing a podcast collaboration with luke ended up meeting a lot of different people because that was like the collaboration era when gary v was popular and he was like hey you know you should make a podcast to do this and do that and all these different things and i did a lot of traveling I did a lot of traveling because I didn't have a visa and all these other circumstances. But then 2019, I ended up getting back into those workshops with the big time banks out here working for another bank and, you know, doing a presentation workshop over here and meeting a lot of incredible people. And then that 2020 rolled around. Oh, we already know 2020 COVID happened. How much did that teach me? Well, there was a person that came into my life and you guys probably don't know this, but Mira Butler. She came into my life, transformation coach, went through what is it, inner conflict therapy, subcoding, bang pattern, all these different things for about a month and a half. I had to get rid of a lot of people out of my life during that time frame. And there were time frame I had to do healing sessions to overcome uh, limiting beliefs about money, overcome limiting beliefs about myself. 
And then it was life coaching through about the end of July. And I realized that there was a lot of uh, pain that I had deep within my subconscious mind because the abandonment that I felt that my mother and my family had completely abandoned me while I've been uh, while like living here. And I finally aired that out. And it took about 72 hours after going through that and Mira Butler saying the reason why you have abandonment, the reason why you feel pain is because the abandonment from your mother and your father. And I said, well, what now? She said, well, here's the healing process. You now know. And I don't know what it was, but over the next 72 hours, I remember my uh, sister at the time not really speaking to her. She was just like literally just, you know, around, I guess you could say. She ended up unfriending me. And that was the moment where I feel like I feel like. I'm so happy that she did that because I have nothing to prove to her or anything else. Literally a month later, my friend then and my now wife came walking into my life because I had to overcome all that ugly. And that was the beginning. 2021, I bet on myself. I built up my online reputation, ended up becoming a massive hit in regards to TOEFL IBT, and I spurred others on to success. 2022 ended up being bigger. This year, getting married. Last year, of course, 2022, getting engaged and having, you know, my friend from America and her sister come out here for my wedding and everything. I mean, it taught me so much about ride or die people. And I hate to say that, but my ride or die people, me and Lindsay, we ran track and field together back 20 years ago. She flew out of here from Kenya and her sister flew out here from Arizona to Lung Suwan, to go to the south of Thailand, and to see me get married. And she was the efficient. And she was standing on that stage while I walked down that aisle. How incredible was that? The amount of gratitude that pours out of my soul from all the things I had to overcome. And the people that I've met and the efforts and the strength that I manifested in all these different things. This is what I journaled about for about an hour this morning. Right when I woke up on a day like this. And then, of course, the review that I'm going to be doing on my personal development podcast throughout the next, what, what is it, 30 days, because it's now the holiday season. Being able to sit here with a beautiful tree and all these different decorations and to have this candle that smells like a pine forest and cinnamon and marshmallows to, that represents so much nostalgia of gratitude. This is how my framework comes into fruition on a full scale. People on this day, if you could take back anything, if you could take back this time, please journal the different eras of your life, the people, the things that you achieved, maybe even survived, endured, and write it down in a framework of gratitude. This is the golden frame to find that meaning of life. And this is the way I love to look back on it on Thanksgiving. With that being said, stay tuned for more over and out.